You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tomorrow, Ryan, we've got some MLB games. Nationals, Cardinals. The Nationals, two-and-a-half-run favorites. Total, seven-and-a-half. If you want to back the Nationals, plus 230. If you want to back the Cardinals, don't recommend considering these these hot nationals, even on the road, minus 300. Do you have anything in this one? What is going on with the nationals? Because they're a terrible baseball team. They're 40 games below 500. They're 48 and 88. But all of a sudden, they're like playing spoiler here the last month of the season. Josiah Gray's on the bump, and he's actually been much better, man. Like, he was an auto fade early on. He's He does get hit hard, but he's 7-9 and nine this year with a 4-9-1. It is Adam Wainwright. Ooh, man, that guy's never going away. A 321 ERA, a 10-9 record. It is the Cardinals, but I'm not laying minus 300. I don't really trust him on the run line against Josiah Gray. I'm staying away from this game. If anything, I might look actually at the over 7.5. I think we might get some runs scored. Was thinking the same thing myself. No official play there for me. Um, so not a ton of games where we actually have lines up available and actually not a ton of games, period. So there's uh, right around seven games, but we only have a few. So Marlins take on the Phillies tomorrow. Uh, Marlins minus 190 to back them on the run line at plus one and a half. The total seven. The money line for the Marlins plus 110. Do you have anything in this one? Yeah. Yeah, I'll actually probably play the Marlins. I know I said I was done with them like two months ago, but it is Sandy Alcantara on the bump. He is 12 and seven this year with the two, three, six. He's most likely going to be. The Cy Young. He's going against Kyle Gibson, who's been all right, nine and six with a four four eight. I might take the Marlins ah, on the run line. It's minus one ninety. I would probably just take them on the money line plus one ten and hope they could actually give Sandy some 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 runs tomorrow, so some insurance runs tomorrow, or any runs whatsoever. I think two runs probably wins that game. So I'm going to look to play the Marlins actually. Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and go back to the well. The only thing that's been cashing for me lately is Marlins unders. Even at seven, I would go ahead and take that. Maybe I would even look at like an under three and a half in the first five. I don't know what that number is. It's not available right now. Last game that we have on the BetMGM slate, White Sox A's. Um, If you want to back the White Sox, it's minus 190 on the money line. They are in Oakland. They are minus 105 on the run line, minus one and a half. If you want to take the total, the total is seven. Under, juice to the under, minus one. 15, Ryan, it is, fortunately, Dylan Cease Day, who's 13-6, and six, versus Caprellian, who's 3-9. and nine. Would you just go ahead and bat a blindly back Dylan Cease with 2-1-3 ERA? Man, I, I do like Cease, obviously, a lot. I think that Cease is live to win the uh, Cy Young, especially with the Verlander injury, which stinks for me because I had the Verlander plus 550 ticket and never did anything with Dylan Cease. But he's just he's the one guy still in that rotation that you trust for Chicago. And they need every win that they could get right now. A big win for them today. They're still alive in the division, only two games back. Cease 13-6 and six this year with a 213 ERA. Sears has been really good for Oakland. He's been one of the bright spots, you know, in the short sample size where we've seen him this year. 3-0 and with a 204. Kind of like the under in this game, but I do like Chicago. 
minus 190 on the money line. And I like the value that you're getting with the run line as well because you only have to lay minus 105. So I'll probably look to back the White Sox tomorrow and the under in that good pitching matchup. Maybe a first five under, but like you said, those totals aren't up right now. Yeah, I like that as well. That's probably what I would take. Yeah, and I don't know if it's uh, going to be J.P. Sears or if it's going to be Caprellian. Right now on Fantasy Pros, it says it's Caprellian, who's pretty bad, 4.79 ERA. So I would, if yeah. I was you, watch out on those uh, pitching matchups. And if you have yeah. the ability to take just the pitcher listed, do that in case they have a pitching change. Yeah, absolutely. Like for all these games really tomorrow, like you said, all the lines aren't out. I mean, there's some look-ahead spots and some probable pitching matchups. Like Corbin Burns is supposedly going to go for the Brewers tomorrow. They're going to be around minus 220 to probably 225 favorites at home against the um, Giants. And I still, even with Corbin Burns on the mound, wouldn't do that, to be honest. Like Corbin Burns has been really good, but he's not having the season that he had last year when he was the Cy Young. The ERAs went up a little bit, 302, just 9-6 and six on the season. And I'm glad I jumped off the Brewers. Still seven games above 500, but I mean, you got to look at it like they were minus 185 to win the Central. Nobody was giving the Cardinals any love. We knew the Cubs were going to be a dumpster fire and the Pirates and the Reds. I mean, it's a terrible division, but the Brewers have been, in my opinion, probably the second biggest disappointment in all, the third biggest disappointment in all of Major League Baseball. White Sox me, was number Angels. one. Yeah, the White Sox are number one. Well, you know what, actually, let's... Let's move aside from the White Sox. I got to go with the Angels as my number one disappointment. You have Shohei Otani, who is doing things we've never seen. Like, if the Angels, I know in baseball, records don't matter as far as the MVP. And I know you could look at Aaron Judge's war. But we were talking about this. I was talking about this with Cody. But it's you have to judge Otani completely different because he doesn't play in the field. He only gets his uh, defensive uh, war just from the games that he pitches. So he's taking the ball once a week, obviously, once every six days. He doesn't play in the outfield. He's the designated hitter. But what he's doing is just ridiculous. I think he's the best player in all of baseball. He's not going to win the MVP. And then they have Mike Trout, who the last you know five-plus years we've considered to be the best player in all of baseball. I know Rendon ended up getting hurt. I know the rotation wasn't great heading into the season. I know they fired Joe Madden you know, after they got off to a nice little start and then completely fell apart and then canned him. But, like, they have been a huge disappointment the last couple of years, and now they're going to end up losing Shohei Otani most likely because of it, because after next year, he's a free agent. And we'll see what ends up happening with Mike Trout dealing with all these injuries every single year. He's just never healthy You think anymore. he gets so traded? Been a huge disappointment. I don't know. I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy like he'll probably just want to stick around. I mean, eventually he's going to want to play in the postseason, though, right? We eventually have to see one of the best players in the postseason. And I, I don't know. I mean, if you know, Otani doesn't seem like he wants to stick around. No. He'll probably stick around Los Angeles, but he'll probably end up being a Dodger. Although I've been getting pretty excited with these reports that maybe the Cubs would actually make a deal for him. I don't see it happening unless he does go to free agency. I think if anything, in the Angels struggle next year, they'll just look to move him rather than lose him for nothing. That's what you I was know, thinking, like too. But they've been number one for me. The White Sox have been a close number two. But look how good, look, look how how much better the White Sox have played since they left Tony Larusa, old man Larusa in Arizona. Like I, I hate to be the bad guy here, but he is the problem. He should have never been the manager of that team. They should have hired AJ Hinch. I know Detroit stinks, but if you give AJ Hinch that squad, that roster, they're much better. Um, so they're number two, and then number three has to be the Brewers. I mean, the Brewers, the problem with them, they went into this season expecting way too much from guys like Andrew McCutcheon and Hunter Renfro, and Christian Yelich just hasn't had the season that he had four years ago when he was the MVP of the league. Uh, they DFA Lorenzo Cain. It's just been a nightmare of a season for him. But, I mean, you look at that rotation, there's no excuse for them to finish second in the division.
No, I agree. I uh, I think that those three are very good good possibilities. I also think that the Cubs are pretty disappointing. I think that you were excited at least. Maybe tonight, they would. Yeah. yeah, tonight they're very disappointing for me, which is what matters. Most overachieving team has got to be the Orioles. Like, I think me, you, and Quinton all, all were low on the Orioles' win total, and they've just been one of those teams that continue to, to persist despite them being sellers at the deadline. Yeah, good point here in my chat that I'm looking at with Detroit being one of the more disappointing teams, and I completely agree, not only because of A.J. Hinch, who I do still think is a good manager, and I know what went down in Houston, but that rotation, like I like the young arms that they had, and they spent a bunch of money, but the problem is they spent money on guys like Javi Baez, which yeah, I don't San really Diego. miss Javi Baez. San Diego also very <laughs> disappointing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but not having to tease for all, well, man, they're not going to get to tease all season long. That injury? to start the season and then you thought you were going to get him back in July or August. It doesn't end up being the case. And then you don't get him back at all. Obviously sucks. You feel for a guy like Manny Machado, who's had a really solid season. And even like Blake Snell's kind of figured it out the second half, but yeah, they've been a huge disappointment. Good call on them. I, even though the blue, I've got the blue Jays to win the division. So they've been a big disappointment for me, but um, they're going to get into the postseason most likely as the third wild card team. So at least, at least they're heading in the right direction right now.